leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On today's Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast, we give you the biggest beasts and bums of week two. We recap every game from week two. We also throw in a few waiver wire tips for you guys. Don't forget... We got Dave's Dirt Bag of the Week. It's showtime! Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel. Dave Dirtbag Dave Campbell's across from me. What's up? What's up, Dave? What's going on, buddy? Oh, just, you know, enjoying a lot of losses this week. Oh, yeah. I hate fantasy football this week. It was it was a really bad week for me. <laughs> taking a lot of L's. I'm taking a lot of L's. Also, I want to say, um, if you still use kickers and defenses like we do in one of my leagues, um, just... I'm I'm gonna like jump out the second story window because I lost one game this week because I played against the Patriots defense and you Gosh. know how that went, dude. And the Patriots defense plays the New York Jets next week. I mean that's a little jumping ahead, but gosh, <sighs> I'm over it. I'm um, kickers and defenses give them. That's uh, just another reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I digress. So the Patriots defense would have been the biggest beast of the week. They scored a million points. They were awesome. But unfortunately for me, <laughs> unfortunately for you. <laughs> so let's just jump into the biggest beast of the week. Dave, your quarterbacks. My quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. He came out. He killed it. Um, he had 23.6 fantasy points this week for um, San Francisco. He was, I think, at top. I think he was number four uh, fantasy quarterback for the week. Um, and that's what you want to see from him. I know he's got a lot of hype. He's had hype around him for a little while. But um he he had a big game. He had an okay week one, and then uh, this week he came out 297 yards, three touchdowns. Um, so that was a good game for him. And he's thrown it to almost nobody. Not nobody like that's that you know besides Kittle, really. You know, Kittle, Debo Samuel Debo. had a big game. Marquise Goodwin's alive again. Um, so yeah, I mean Pettis apparently is dead because I don't think he even had a target again. So um, yeah, he 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 played really well with a couple of guys that you don't really know. Right. Uh, Jimmy G still on the block or on the waiver wire a little bit, but I don't, I'm afraid to pick him up. Like, what's his next schedule? Is he is he playable? I mean, he's he's playable. I mean, it depends on the matchups, like you said. Um, he's a matchup guy. He's not like a top a top top guy, but he's definitely someone that you can stream and play. Like next week, he has Sam, uh, the uh, Steelers, oh, yeah. so they they oh, haven't yeah. been playing very oh, well yeah. lately. I like that. So yeah, I mean, he, he's a matchup guy. You you have him on your team and and. You start him for a couple of weeks and kind of roll with the with the flow. My next guy, my quarterback, he was like I asked that same question myself before the season. Is this guy like streamable? Is he startable? 
Dak Prescott, man, he's been so good. He's top, a top five quarterback right now. He's so good. He played Washington. He played New York. He played the Giants and Redskins. Let's calm down a little bit, but he's putting up crazy good points. 37.3 points last week. 269, three touchdowns, one pick. He rushed for 69 yards. That's huge. Yeah. The 69-yard rush when he stiffed arm Josh Norman yeah. right in the face. <laughs> he's like, get off of me, man. <laughs> like, Go away. I love that. Like, I just saw a report. My brother just sent me a text that said, uh, Dak slowed down just to give him that stiff arm. Because <laughs> like, I was watching the play, and I'm like, what are you doing? Run away from him. Run away. And if you watch the play, he ran straight into him. And we're just like, no, score the touchdown. But it was pretty cool to see. Dak's got Miami next, New Orleans after that. Those are two good matches. Ooh, match-ups. Miami next. Like, obviously, you start them next week. For sure. Absolutely. It's great times. Yep. Running back of the week, Dave? Oh, I'm going back to the, to the 49ers. Uh, Mostert. And this is a guy that probably you probably didn't play. Um, but I did tell you to pick him up last week, so yes, I hope did. you did. Uh, 13 carries for 83 yards. I don't really like how this is backfield's breaking down, but he's getting touches. He also had three catches, 68 yards, and he added the touchdown there. So, overall, he had 24 fantasy points. He was a top 10 running back this week. He's so startable this week. He is because they're. this is what Shanahan does. This is why everyone wanted Tevin Coleman and Breida. Now it's Breida and Mostert. It's just, you know, they're going to – Unfortunately, you know, none, neither one of them is probably going to have ginormous weeks where they get 20, 20 carries and 10, you know, a bunch of targets, but they're going to split it and they're both going to be probably effective. Right. So, my guy of the week, my running back of the week, someone that really was really bad week one, came out. I'm like, oh, he's not going to have a good matchup against Minnesota. But Aaron, superstar, X Factor Jones, <laughs> he's so good. He finally had 23 attempts. Like, they gave him the ball. Yeah, they ran like, the ball well. Nothing special. I didn't like when I was watching Red Zone Channel, it never cut to like a huge run or he no, he just what, six, seven yards of carry, crushed them, 116 yards, touchdown, six targets, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. Four catches, thirty four yards. I just want to see more of that. I want to see more dump offs. I want to see more carries. I don't want to see what happened in Chicago where he had thirteen rushing attempts and one target. He, That's not who he is. He needs to get the ball. He needs the ball, and when they, he's a good player. They're gonna, they're gonna use him a lot. I know I was high on him this off season, and I know you kept asking me why, why, like he's not that good. Well, he is that good. Like he's a really good player, and he's a really good player. And um, when he gets the ball, he does good things with it. No, he's a great player because I have him on Madden, and I destroy you with him. But <laughs> the thing is, is I. I go back to the old Aaron Rodgers and the old system is he doesn't want to run the ball. He doesn't want to throw to the running back. He doesn't want to do it. He just wants to be himself. He, he's the most, I hate to say it because I love the guy. Selfish. Selfish player in the league probably because all he wants to do is, like I saw him throw the ball, something wrong, and he just yelled at his coach. Like, what, 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 what are you doing? It's like, dude, chill out, Aaron. Like, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Get, to, get the ball to your guy and relax. That's what he does. So, all right, moving on. Receiver beast of the week, Dave. My receiver beast is Emmanuel Sanders. He came back from injury this offseason. You didn't really know what he's going to do, but he's been great so far. 13 targets, 11 catches, 98 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. And this was against the Bears defense. The Bears have one of the top five defenses at worst, right? And he was able to get open, find the hole. He's just a tactician as far as route running goes. Um, and Flacco is obviously gravitating towards him, which is nice to see. Love it. So, my Great receiver play. of the week, my wide receiver, he has the longest streak for most touchdowns in consecutive games. It's my boy. Well, he doesn't score touchdowns. That's the rumor. 
That's the rumor. But Julio Touchdown Jones is the guy, is the beast of the week only because that screen they threw. I was going to say, did you see that screen? That play was all, awesome. Like, yeah, he had yards. Yeah, he had touchdowns, but it doesn't matter. That screen, he won the game for that team. Yeah. He put the team on his back and he said, hey, just throw me the ball. I'm just going to run. They can't catch me. It was awesome. Matt Ryan, what are you doing throwing it to triple coverage? What are you doing? <laughs> just throw me the ball. Matt so, Ryan makes some bad decisions, but one good decision he made was giving it to Julio. <laughs> Julio was amazing, yeah, and was I want to awesome. see more of it. But, I mean, that's just he's, – he's great. He's, he's amazing every week, really, to be honest. Yeah. So, moving on to your tight end beast. My tight end beast. A guy that I guarantee was not in your lineup, Will Disley. Ooh. Tight end for Seattle. Five <laughs> targets, five catches, 50 yards, two touchdowns. Now, I don't expect this to happen every week. That's – not who he is. He's not a stud. Don't rush out to get him off the waiver wire. But, he, I mean, he could be picked up and played and probably streamed. But um, he had a beastly game. Like, that's all I can say. Like, they didn't run the ball great the other day. Um, and they had they had some targets. He got a couple in the end zone, and there you go. There you go. Same thing with my tight end beast of the week. He's a guy who you probably did start because you drafted him with, like, not high capital, but he's one of, like, the top 12 guys preseason-wise. Yeah. Vance McDonald, he had seven targets, seven catches, but for 38 receiving yards. But he got his two touchdowns. <laughs> That's got, all you he care. He scored 22 points. That's all you care about. I played against him. I was annoyed. The guy went off like, oh, who scored? Oh, Vance McDonald. That's that's why we drafted him because he's a, he, Jesse James is gone. Yeah. He's the new guy. We better hope this keeps up because we all drafted him, starting him. So keep it he, up. He's going to have games like that, and he'll have games where like week one. Well, Which, the thing is, with that's Vance, most tight ends. I am excited with Mason Rudolph coming in with Big Ben being hurt. Like they he could might be a dump just, off machine. Might be dumping off to him and Connor. So yeah, exactly. Let's go. So we're done with the beasts of the week. Now the guys who disappoint you, the guys who are like, I'm done with these guys. The guys are bums. Complete bums. Bums. Who's your bum quarterback? My bum quarterback is Mitch Trubisky. I hope he didn't start on last week because he was bad. He was like literally. I think he was the worst starting quarterback that actually started the game in fantasy football. Not, not Mason Rudolph, <laughs> not Teddy Bridgewater, not these guys that came in uh, to, to, for injuries, but the worst starting quarterback. He had 120 yards passing and eight rushing yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He's just he's a bum. He's like the definition of a bum. When you think about who who's a bum quarterback out there, it's Mitch Trubisky. That's why I call him Mitch Trubumsky. <clears throat> Truth, Bisky. True Bumsky. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's bad. They won the game, though. That's all that matters. They got lucky. He did his job. It, I don't know about that. Listen. They won despite him. I don't think anyone started Truth, Bisky against the Denver Broncos defense, but I, I know for a fact everyone started this guy. I actually gave advice to my boss <laughs> to start this guy. Has he fired you yet? Uh, I try. <laughs> I tried. So, Deshaun Watson, week one, 40 points. This week, 15.25. I mean, okay, you're like, oh, well, he scored 15.25 in this particular matchup, in this league I'm in. But in the standard leagues, he scored 12.8. That's not good at all. That's like streamer status. Like, you drafted this guy to be a top guy. He only had 159 passing yards, four rushing attempts for five yards. I know they played the Jaguars, so. Well, the thing is, is he got a rushing touchdown that saved him. But other than that, like, yeah, he played the Jaguars. That's fine. He needs to be better. But when you, you expect have, better. You expect a lot better from him. So, mm-hmm. uh, he's elite. He's a bum today. He's a bum. All right. Bum my, running back. My bum running back. Christian McCaffrey. Oh. He was a bum this week. 
37 yards rushing. He had um, only two catches for 16 yards. That's not going to happen every week. McCaffrey's still a top three fantasy running back going forward. But this week, I don't know what the Bucks did. They did something right because they clamped him down. And uh, he was just, I mean, he was a bum. He had 7.3 um, PPR points. And that's not what you pe- expect from your number one running back that you take in the top three. Haven't you heard the Bucks are elite? We live in Tampa, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. They're elite. That's how these Bucks fans are. Like, I love them, but they're like, oh, we won a game. We're going to the Super Bowl. They're, and they lose, and they hate them. They're elite. So, <laughs> uh, I heard next week, binge Saquon, because they're going to shut him down, too. Yeah. Three, so. The Bucks team is elite. elite. No, they, they played well. They, yeah. they did a really good job. So, okay, my bum running back of the week is also a top three guy that was drafted. Alvin Kamara. Ouch. Ooh, man. He had 13 carries, 45 yards, three targets. One catch, 15 yards. Now, I appoint this to his bum quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. He came in. Breeze got hurt. I know he's off the bench. It's hard to do. But you can't give this guy only three targets. This is your superstar running back. And I I do think that the reason why he was a bum this week is because he wasn't getting the targets. I saw him doing jumping jacks. Hey, Teddy, I'm open. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. But no, he. what's Teddy doing? He's sitting back there, throwing it somewhere else inaccurately. I don't see this happening. He's going to be in the game plan. Once Teddy gets in there with Sean Payton. Yeah, now they have a week to, to plan for it. He'll be fine. They're playing Seattle. It's going to be oh, that's a tough matchup. but There's two studs that were bums this week. Yep. I don't like to see that. No, man. So it doesn't get better from here. Your receiver, bum. Robert Woods. And last week, he was my start of the week. This week, he was invisible. Although he, he did have a touchdown called back, which I was disappointed to see because I had him in a few leagues. He finished with two catches and only two targets, 20, 33 yards. He uh, he added one rush for nine yards. So he just, I mean, 6.2 points. Again, he's not a stud, but he's definitely someone you expect that you're going to get, you know, 12, 14 points from um, minimum. He kind of has a good floor usually for mo- for the most part because he catches so many balls. Um, this week, it just, it just wasn't there. Yep. Don't expect it. He's going to bounce back, so. Yeah. All right, my bum, I don't want to spend much time on this. When you score 43 points in a game, when you have Tom Brady throwing you the ball, you would expect more than two catches, 19 yards. Josh Gordon, bum, I didn't see this coming. I thought maybe he might, but Antonio Brown's first game, they targeted him like crazy. I get it. Bum, you started him thinking, oh, he's playing Miami, moving on. I counted as a, he'll be back next You week. expect more from him, but yeah. I don't. I told I you trade him last. Didn't I tell you to trade him? He's gonna be fine. I don't think he's gonna. He's gonna be. Fine. He's gonna be. He's gonna have more games like this, and he has big games. We'll if you see. can trade him, trade him. I don't think so. Okay. Move on to your tight end bum. OJ, the the O in his name is for zero. He has <laughs> OJ Howard, zero catches, zero targets. It's pathetic, and I was probably the highest on him in the preseason, and I can't be anymore. I'm about to jump off the train. I haven't yet, but I'm pretty close. And I don't understand why in two weeks he's not getting targeted. He's not getting the catches. Like, he's way too good to have zero targets and zero catches in a game. I, I know, I guess he had a target and it got called back because of a holding penalty or something. That doesn't matter. You shouldn't have to rely on one play to, to for, for you to get in the stat book. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. He's way too good to have, to have stats like that, just not be targeted. Just throw him the ball. I don't, I don't get just it. Just throw him the ball. He's a bum. All right, my bum tight end. It's a bum. He's he's been a bum all his life. Jared Cook, this guy like 
seven targets, two catches, 25 yards. I don't know, again, the Teddy Bridgewater effect where he just throws the ball and it's not going to get caught. So that's it. He's just a bum. It's hard to pick a bum this week for tight end because there's so many bad ones. Yeah. There's so many elite ones. It's either they're scoring 15 or they're scoring five. Yeah. So, I mean. Hopefully you had the 15. I don't want to pick on this guy too much. So He's a bum. All right, so that wraps up the beasts and bums of the week. Hopefully you didn't start any of the bums like I did. I did too. All right, we're moving on to the weekly recap. So, Dave, man, first game, it was a fun game. I think it was a fun game at least. 49ers, the Cincinnati Bengals. Man. It was a blowout for 49ers. I thought it was a fun game to watch, though, because every time you watch, you're like, oh, Moster, oh, Rita, <laughs> oh, even Jeff Wilson's getting into the fun. Like, I don't like that at all. I, I mean, don't like that at all. I like it because I don't have any of those guys. And it's like, oh, this is this is hilarious. Debo Samuel, that was awesome. He had a big game. He had a really big game. Yeah, and then like Jimmy G just looked like the guy he's supposed to be. He's, I liked it. He looked good for – He looked. you're right. He looked like the guy they paid all that money to. Um as far as receivers go, Debo, seven targets, five catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. You love to see that. Mostert got involved in, in the game, so that was nice. Um, the running game, though, like I don't like what they're doing. You got 12 carries for Breida, 13 for Mostert, 10 for Wilson. And Wilson, who's the least owned, got the two touchdowns. Like, what is going on? It's, <laughs> like, it's a... You know, it's a crap show there. That's Man, it sucks. I mean, Breida did really well, 12 for 12 and 21. Mostert did really well, 13 for 83. And, um, you know, so, but you just hate to see that much, that much, that many guys in the backfield to take you away from each other hurts. But I think the the top two guys are startable. That backfield's like uh, New England light. Like, you don't want, like, it's the James White, the Shoney Michelle. The Burkhead, you don't know who to start, when yeah. to start them. So it's the same situation. Breida's going to get you the yards. Mostert's going to get you the catches and the touchdowns, most likely. And then Wilson's going to steal the rest. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So the next, the other team, Cincinnati Bengals, like Dalton's been lighting it up. And that's a lot because John Ross. He's like leading the league in receiving. John Ross. You have to start him right now. I mean, he's apparently he's elite. We'll see what happens going the forward, is, but he's played well. He didn't do well until one catch that took him to the end zone. But that's what he is. He's a big play guy. He did the same thing last week in Seattle. He had a huge touchdown. I mean, I don't feel confident starting this guy ever. I, really I don't, don't either. But right now, with as much as they're passing, it's hard to, to say no. What about Tyler Boyd? 10 catches, that's 10 targets? who I want to start. 10 catches, 122 yards. Tyler Boyd, last year he was the guy who's like, oh, he's awesome if A.J. Green's next to him. Yeah. Now he's just awesome. Well, maybe John Ross is the guy, <laughs> the Batman, the Robin to his Batman. Right. So, well, AJ Green's coming back. They say eventually. So. Yeah. Can we talk about how bad Joe Mixon is? <sighs> He's probably the to. bust of the year so far. I don't want to talk about him. I remember. Um, I think on Thursday, maybe Wednesday, I got a trade offer: Keenan Allen <laughs> for Joe Mixon and John Brown. And I'm like, guys, I can't give up Keenan. I can't do it. And you're like, this is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. I'm a a dirtbag. It was a no-brainer. I'm going to sabotage you. You got to take the mixing side. (laughs) Well, I took the mixing side, and I lost by nine points. If I would have kept Keenan, I would have won. Well, did you start John Brown? Because John Brown had a good game. Okay, then. Blame yourself. Two, you're right. Mixing is... My preseason narrative on Mixing was he's not going to be in plus matchups. He's not going to be able to run the ball. He's not – if he's not in a plus matchup, he's going to be useless. They're not even – like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want any part of Mixon right now. 
I can't argue with that because he's, like I said, he's, I was super high on him. You know that. And he's just been a complete waste right now. It, I, you can't even, you're probably going to start him again, but boy, it's hard. It's really hard. I 11 mean, carries, 17 yards. Like, Jesus, man, that's bad. He had five targets, but he only caught him for three three times or 10 yards. That's not good enough. That's no. not going to get the job done. Chris Carson's better than that. And Chris Carson's on a pass catcher. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, anything else you want to bring up on that game? No. Now, let's move on to the Chargers and the Detroit Lions. Carry on Johnson. I was done with him. He scored me 16 points. I told I knew I told you you'd start him. I knew you would. Carry on You're back. a liar. Is carry on back? He's he is what he is. He's a decent RB2 when and that's what he's going to be. He's going to have games like that where he had, you know, he got the touchdown catch and honestly that's what saved him and that's fine. But um He's an RB two. He's nothing special. Yeah, it's just the, he's not great. The price you paid for him was a second round at the at the very end of the draft season. He was going in the second round, and he's just a running back. And I told you that was way too high. And good thing I kept him in the sixth round, but he's just not the guy who everyone thought he was going to be. He's only on the field for fifty six percent of the time. Yeah, like CJ. Well, CJ, they cut CJ Anderson today. Breaking news. Break, oh, breaking news. That's awesome. CJ Anderson's gone. So I mean, I guess Ty Johnson is is the backup now. Yeah. Um. I don't think it affects them too much, to be honest, really. But um, carry on, still going to get the majority of the work, and he's still going to be a solid RB too. Nothing a guy, special. A guy I was hating on this offseason was Kenny Galladay. Smooth routes. He showed out. Kenny G. He showed out big time. Eight catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown. He was awesome. He was great. Is it time to get rid of Marvin Jones? I, I know you have. Did I say that last week? Tell the listener. Is it time to get rid of Marvin Jones? He's... Marvin Jones' time is done. He's going to have a couple of games here sometime between the season, and you're going to probably want to run out and pick him up. Don't. He's not the guy. It's going to be Kenny Galladay show. Um, Hawkinson, even though he had a really bad game, which I'm really disappointed about, um, will have games. Marvin Jones is going to have a couple of flashes here and there, probably two or three good games throughout the season. on got a couple catches. Marvin Jones is just – this offense isn't that good to support enough fantasy talent. And Marvin, like, there's better guys in the waiver wire for Marvin Jones. I'm done with the Chargers side. Let's move on to my main man. Wait, we got to talk about Hunter Henry. Do we have to talk about Yeah, on, on the Chargers side. I said I'm done with the Oh, I thought you said you're done oh, with the Chargers. Whatever, I'm done with the Lions. Now let's go to that side. Okay. Keenan Allen, 15 targets. I think he's the main. We're talking about Hunter Henry. He's the main guy who's getting all the targets. He's just soaking them up. He's getting – Rivers is apparently locking on. He's not throwing to nobody else. Right. He's got that tunnel vision. (laughs) No one else had more than six targets, and that was from a running back. Now, a big surprise, like, you didn't start him because Mike Williams was hurt. I I didn't start him. But he had some nice catches, just not enough targets. Yeah, only five targets, three catches, 83 yards. That's I mean, he's a big play guy. He's going to get he's going to get those big plays. He's going to score some touchdowns. Yeah. Um but he's also going to have games like this where he's like, eh, you now, here's, know. Here's the question. My big question cuz I drafted Melvin Gordon everywhere and I drafted Justin Jackson. I slapped that sticker on the board. I said that's the backup. Well, Eckler's the backup. But got Justin Jackson seven carries, 59 yards, 8.4 yards per carry. I know. Is, is Eckler going to wear down? That's my, that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on Eckler to just wear down because he's a little guy. He can't carry this load. I don't think so either, but they, I mean, he had 23 touches in this game for, you know, what, 100 and, over 120 yards, 130 total yards, and he scored a touchdown. He was uh, – he's, he's great. He's been great for the first two weeks, and it's hard to argue that. I mean, he needs to be in your lineup 100%. Right. So, we're moving off from Justin Jackson. I mean, I'm going to keep him just in case something happens. Yeah. But you can't start Justin Jackson anytime soon. No, he's not getting enough work. So. That's about it from their side. All right. 
Let's go to this game. I really don't want to cover it, but we have to. Minnesota Vikings, Green Bay Packers. Do we have to? Talk about it, Dave. Green Let Bay. Um, Aaron Jones, start him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Let it out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out firing. Three three touchdowns there in the first three drives. But he finished after that. Like I know anybody that had him in your lineup, you're like, wow, 21 points. He's got me, you know, I don't know how many yards. He had 150 yards or something probably. Two touchdowns in the first quarter. You're like, heck, yeah, this is awesome. And then they stopped him the rest of the game. Aaron Jones had, had a great day overall. Um, Rodgers was actually probably better than I even thought. He only had, even though he only had 209 total passing yards. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's what Rodgers does. He does, he, I feel like he doesn't throw for many 350 yard games anymore. He's this precise. He never has. He was never a 300 yard guy. Yeah. He's just precise. Doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah. Very, very accurate. Smart guy. Probably Aaron Jones is stardom. He's a for sure starter. Right. Devonte Adams. Stardom. Obviously. He's, he's awesome. And now here's, then, here's the thing. Allison MVS. Allison had the touchdown. MVS had more targets. Do you use that only by one? But my my thing is, they're probably both not really worth having. I mean, I take that back. They're they're both worth having because they're both going to have their their days. And and it, honestly, either one of them can go off at any time. So you you stash them on your bench. Maybe they're for, your fourth receiver or whatever. And you use them for bye weeks and stuff because they do have a lot of upside. They can score a touchdown. And they can both, you know, catch a big play. All right, Dave. All right. If you're drafting today, you could redraft. Let's go. You could redraft. You say, screw this, my team. Can we start over? Let's go. Who are you taking? How high are you taking Dalvin Cook? I mean, it's hard to argue he's not a top five player. Top three player. Is he number one? It's un- No, he's not number one. But is- He's up there. He's up there. He's top three. He's top three. He's unreal. I didn't see this coming. You did. I fantasy ex- MVP. Was he not my fantasy MVP? I told you. We saw what he can do. He's... As talented as any running back in the league, that you can't even argue that he's awesome. the run, The run blocking is amazing for Minnesota right now, and they're giving him the ball. He had twenty carries. You know, Madison only had f- four. So, I mean, it's the Dalvin Cook show in Minnesota right now. He had three more targets, three more catches. He had over one hundred ninety total yards. He had the touchdown. It's it's Dalvin Cook, and everybody else is just riding his coattails right now. Right for the past three seasons, I've heard nothing but Thielen and Diggs, best wide receiver duo combo in the league. I get it; they're good. But what you're telling me Stephon Diggs only has one catch, 49 yards and a touchdown? Dude, Kirk Cousins isn't getting it done for fantasy owners. Oh, Kirk Cousins is – well, he's not getting it done for the Vikings either right now. That's another topic <laughs> for another day. Um, yeah, the, it was a, it was a bad game. Cousins had 230 yards. He had a touchdown, a couple picks. He was average. Like, if you got him in your league, he's a streamer at this point. The receivers are suffering a little bit because of it. Diggs had another touchdown called back. I'm not going to get into that right now. That's for we'll talk about that later. But um, Diggs should have had two touchdowns. He had a couple of drops, which is really un unlike him. Uh, Thielen was solid, five for seventy five. You really hope for a little bit more, but you can get by with that. You know that's not awful. Um, and that's really like you don't want anybody else on this offense. Not even Rudolph. Nobody else is worth having. Nope. Moving on. AFC South matchup: Colts. And the Titans. We're going to start with the Colts because they're the better offensive team. Jacoby Brissett just does what he does. 146 yards, three touchdowns. But I'm really concerned about Marlon Mack. 20 carries, 51 yards. Like, ooh, 2.6 yards per carry. 
it it was bad. But Tennessee has a pretty good defense, and look what Mac did in week one. Oh, I know. He went off. I'm not worried about it. It just goes, oh, man. But it's week two, and that, games like that are going to happen, whether it's week two or week eight. It doesn't matter. He had a bad game. and uh, But you like to see the touches. He had 20 rushes. Like, they didn't stop going to him, right. which is great. So, um, he had three targets. That's honestly pretty good for him. Yep. Ebron got into the end zone. Hilton, 443, and a touchdown. That saved your day if you started him. Mm-hmm. You can't start Jack Doyle. And honestly, he shouldn't be owned. He should he shouldn't be owned. But there shouldn't be any other receiver owned on this team. No. Rodgers, Paris Campbell, all of them. They're all too inconsistent. So. Ebron is a streaming tight end, probably a low-end tight end one. He's going to catch a couple of touchdowns. Hilton, you have him. And Mac, you have him. And really, other than that, that's about it. Now, we were talking earlier today, and you told me you love this guy. You didn't like him before. I, I don't like. Dude, why are you calling me out in front of everybody? I well, hey, I was on the same thing, but I drafted him in a couple of leagues. I'm so happy I did, dude. Dude, Derrick Henry's so good. This is what they showed at the end of last year. Like this is this is what they they did. They gave him the ball. He's getting all the carries. 15 carries, 81 yards. He had a touchdown, and he's getting catches too. Like I mean, only two yesterday, but he's getting the majority of the work. And he's producing with it, so it's hard to argue with his with his production right now. Um, Derrick Henry's a, a low end RB one for me right now, and I don't see that changing too much because it looks like it's working for them. He's just gonna get carries. He's just gonna get carries, and he's gonna get touchdowns. And he he's the opposite of what he was for the past two years. Yeah, I love it. He's been productive. Uh, wide receiver wasteland. I don't want to talk about these guys. They're all. None of them should be owned. Like Delaney Walker is the only tight end. Walker, yep, that's, that's it. it. And, and he's not even good. Yeah. So, uh, that's the, it. AFC South is setting back the NFL, man. They really are. <laughs> Mariota's a <laughs> low-end streamer, and that's about it. So, the next matchup is really bad. And actually, the Patriots outscored the Colts and the Titans combined. So <laughs> They did that to a lot of games. I know. Patriots and the Dolphins. Do you want to talk about Antonio Brown? Do you want to talk about Tom Brady so good? Brady's amazing. Start him every week now. He's got all these weapons, and it looks like they're going back to throwing the ball around everywhere. Um, AB, eight targets, four catches, 56 yards, and only his first game. you think you got to think it's only going to get better, right? Like, as soon as, as assuming he's playing. Uh, he played the Dolphins. Can everyone chill out? I understand that, but it's like a practice game. You know, he's now he's yeah. always all ready. He's good to go. Like, the Dolphins didn't even show up. The Dolphins are... They've literally traded away any talent they have on the team, and I, I don't get it. It's it's amazing. It's just, hey, whatever. What about your buddy Sony Michelle? It's good to see him bounce back. 21 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown. You want to see him do more. Like, you're like, oh, he's playing the Dolphins. I can't yeah. wait. But, hey, it's a big upgrade from what he did last week. I just hate that he doesn't get any targets. Like, he got no targets in this game. I hate that. I mean, he doesn't catch the ball. I mean, the he targets could. go. The targets go to Burkhead at two, James White had four. Like, really, they didn't need to do anything. I know. It just like, he, man, he could be so much better if he got a couple, you know, a couple targets, a couple catches. Right. This game was a snooze fest. Dolphin side, you can't start anybody. Don't like, ignore it. You if you don't start, start a receiver, you can't, can't start Drake. They're not getting, the, they're not moving the ball, so nobody's producing anything. Kalen Blodge is droppable. Drop Absolutely. him. Do not wait on him. He yeah. is ducking football. Dave, did you see that highlight where he ducked the pass? I didn't see it, but you told me about it. It's I want hilarious. you to see it. It's <laughs> bad. He was wide open. Fitzpatrick threw it to him, and he ducked. How? Like, I don't understand it. He's not good at football. We're not good at football. We're moving on to the Bills and, Gi- the, Bills and the Giants. So, Josh Allen, don't understand why he's not 100% owned. Oh, he's yeah. He should be. Elite. He's very good. 
And I, I he was my start of the week last week. He's and he did exactly what so I said: two hundred fifty-three yards r- passing, a touchdown. He also threw in a, a rushing touchdown and twenty yards. That's what he's going to do. He's going to probably get you one and one, two hundred fifty yards passing. He only had twenty yards rushing, which honestly is a little bit low for him for the most part. So, but he he does this every week. He's really a solid. He has a really solid floor, and right. I like I like I like what I see from the, him. The guy catching the pass, Smokey John Brown. Like you're like, hey, did you start him? Yeah, I I don't have that much confidence in Josh Allen yet, but I do now. John he's looking Brown good. Is a must start. I'm not saying he's a must start, but he's he's really close. If he's not, I mean, he had another big target game, eight eight targets, seven catches, seventy two yards. Like those are solid numbers. You you're really happy if you, if you start him and you get those numbers from him. Right. So Devin Singletary, he's probably not going to play this week. Yeah, I know he he went out early. That's unfortunate. So Frank Gore, the Almighty. Never dies, Frank Gore. The one, the one who carries the legacy of the U forever. He had twenty-one touches. Like, <laughs> how is he still doing it? I don't get it. He's like the classiest NFL player. I love this guy, but enough's enough. Can we see someone else? I know, man. Can he's I see a, this? He's so boring. Isaiah McKenzie guy. He got four or one carry. Can we see him? I don't want to see Frank Gore anymore. Nobody Just, wants to see Frank Gore. Nobody. Not even Buffalo fans. But that's what they get. But he's producing. I mean. If, especially if Singletary's going to be out, he's a low end RB two, and you can't. It's hard to argue with that. I mean, he had over eighty total yards. He had a catch, two catches, and he scored a touchdown. So you're like, man, if you can get that from Gore, you're really happy. Yeah, I'm really happy. Anyone else? Like anyone else on the side? I don't. See Not anyone. from Buffalo. I mean, Beasley is no. Eh, can't start him. No, that's about it. No. Okay. Moving on to the Giants, man. They're Saquon, and that's it. Evan Ingram was fine. Yeah, you're happy with Ingram. You're okay with him. I mean, you're happy Golden Tate's coming back in a couple of weeks. What, week four? Yeah, after week four. Week so, five. Yeah, week five. I mean, other than that, this team is a wasteland. They're playing the Bucks next week. We got to talk about the big the big change today. Oh, huge change. I mean, this is a re- – yeah. Eli's Daniel, out. Daniel Jones. He's Eli's out in, and the young so, gun's in. So we're going to see what Danny Dimes can do. Like, that kind of excites me. Yeah, it's something new. It's, some, it's, it's always fun to see something that you haven't seen in a while. You know, a new quarterback. It sucks for Eli Manning. He's had a great career, but it's it's time for the new guy to come in. He's perfectly average. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> he won exactly a couple Super Bowls being perfectly average. Yeah. Like you couldn't ask for a better career. Yeah. So, all right. But on. how does that no. change the whole offense? It doesn't, Anything? It doesn't. I don't think so either. It's just going to be Saquon and Evan Ingram and maybe Golden Tate. Yeah, I, I agree. There's nothing else to talk about. So, Seattle Seahawks, Pittsburgh Steelers, Big Ben, big news, big injury. He's out for the year. Yeah, where do we Done. go? Where do we go with Juju? Where do we go with James Conner? Um, I never have Conner in any leagues because I didn't draft him, so I'm happy about that. Uh, Juju, I just I still think Juju will be okay. He's like, you you have a good receiver like that. You're not gonna not use him, right? Like that that wouldn't make sense. But he, you gotta you gotta wonder how good is he gonna be? Vance McDonald, like we talked about earlier, he should get a lot of dump off passes. That's that's the hope. Um, Juju had a decent game the other day. He had five catches for 84 yards. Like, that's not bad. You know, if he can add a touchdown in, he's having a great day. Uh, he had eight targets. And I know Roethlisberger went out fairly early, I believe. I don't remember exactly when. So, you got to think he had a lot of the game with, with Rudolph. Rudolph had a solid game. Uh, two touchdowns and a pick. 12 for 19. Right. Um, the offense is going to take a hit probably a little bit. I still expect Juju, Vance to be fine. Connor... I know he got hurt. Sounds like he's going to play, though. Um, are they going to rely on him more? I don't know. Yeah. And uh, 
you might want to secret stash James Washington only because Moncrief is dead. He had one target and it was like an interception, right? He like bounced off his chest. Or he I don't know. Off. It was awful. Cut him finally. If you gone. still have Moncrief, I don't know why. Yeah. If you do, cut him. But James Washington, sneaky pickup. Just just stash him if you have room because you never know those second string guys with a second string quarterback. They have connections. Yeah, that's true. So on the other side, unless you want to talk about anything else, I can't. See, no. I can't think of anything. No. Man, Rashad Penny stealing touches and stealing touchdowns from my boy Chris Carson. What? That's what happens. In, in the thing is, this is what the Seahawks do. Penny had a big run, great for him. You know, a long touchdown. Um, but Carson still got the majority of the work. He had 15 carries. Penny had 10, and that's probably how it's going to break down for the most part. It's going to be a two-third split, and then um, Carson got a couple more catches though. You'd really like to see that. Right. Russell Wilson really took over this game. He's three, so good. 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, we didn't draft him as a fantasy asset because of the rushing they do, but he had to take this game over, and he had to throw it to Tyler Lockett. Finally. Finally, my man gets some targets. Went from, what, two last week to yeah. 12 this week. That's awesome. 12 targets, two so catches, good. 79 yards. And I like to see DK still getting targeted as well. He's not just a one-week wonder. He's going to get targets. DK is going to be the number two guy in this offense. I mean, there's nobody else really to throw to. Um, my buddy D- Disley got a couple of TDs, but, I mean, that's not going to be consistent. It's going to be Lockett. It's going to be DK. And then there's going to be, you know, a lot of running with Carson and Penny. And that's what this offense does. Right. So, pretty basic with this offense. All their studs showed out. Great win for the Seahawks. Yeah. And we're moving on to the – Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Redskins. We already talked about how awesome Dak was. Dak killed it. But I want you to tell me about Zeke. Zeke is Zeke. He's doing Zeke things. 23 carries. He's clearly got the full roll back. They didn't take very long. Uh, 23 carries. He had two catches. He had a touchdown. That's just Zeke being the number one guy again. He's back to being him. Zeke was awesome. He didn't have as much targets as I wanted him to have. You can cut Pollard. Cut Pollard. Pollard had a touchdown called back, though, but that's going to happen. It's not whatever. But the other pass catchers, Amari Cooper, four catches, 44 yards, one touchdown. Good game. Awesome game. The other guy, Michael Gallup. You hate to see him get hurt. Six catches, though, 68 yards, and you're like, oh, he's hurt. Yeah. it. I mean, it is what it is. And unfortunately, it's unfortunate that he got hurt because he looks like he was starting to show out. Um, you know, eight tar- he led the team in targets. Six catches, sixty-eight yards. That's a you know a solid game, and um, it looks like he's going to be a big part of this offense here. Once uh once he comes back, it'll be nice to see him come back. So with Gallup gone, is there any guy on the waiver wire like Devin Smith, a Randall Cobb that you're excited about? No, I would I would just hopefully I'm sure you got someone else on your team. The good thing is with with Gallup, he wasn't probably even drafted in half leagues, so he was you know probably a waiver wire pickup last week, and that's great. So you probably don't need him yet. Um, and you can wait for him to come back. You probably got someone else on your team you can start in, in, until he gets back. Right. So, on the other side, the Washington Redskins, Case Keenum, the most average quarterback besides Kirk Cousins. I guess the Redskins just love average quarterbacks. So they do. Peterson, 10 carries, 25 yards, and touchdown. Uninspiring. Don't start him. You can start him if you have to, but. I mean, I don't want to. I'd, no. I'd rather start Frank Gore. I'd rather start David Montgomery. I'd rather start yeah. so many other choices that you probably start him over with. But you might be desperate, and guess what? He's getting touches. Chris Thompson, five catches, 48 yards, no carries. Are you keeping him? Are you throwing him away? He had two carries for the yards, but that's irrelevant. Oh, that's, that's all irrelevant. he ever does. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you keep him. He had 10 fantasy points for you. Um, 
there's a lot of people out there that don't have studs, believe it or not. So they need guys like Chris Thompson and, and Adrian Peterson to fill they got, in. They got guys like us drafting with them. We're, we're getting all the studs. Yeah, you're snaking all the good players from them. So, so here's, yeah. a, here's a guy, Terry McLaurin. I told you last week. Pick him up. Gosh, he's so good. He's like, he's clearly the number one receiver in that offense. He had nine more targets, another touchdown, five for 62. He's almost a a start for sure. I mean, he's probably a wide receiver three at this point going right. forward. You want to keep him, see what he does. Like, he's trending the right way. No, he's for sure. Like, but you have to keep him. He's a really good player. Nothing else on that offense really excites me. No. What really did excite me is the next game. It was a great matchup. Lamar Miller. Gosh. Lamar like, Miller. Isn't he dead? Lamar Miller. Lamar Jackson. Him too. <laughs> well, Lamar Miller is dead. Lamar Jackson. I didn't believe in him. He really worked in the offseason. Apparently, he can throw the football now. So, he's average, He's he's leading the league in, like, Lamar. completion percentage or something. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, but he's a he's probably the number two fantasy quarterback right now behind Mahomes. Right. I don't think there's anybody else I would rather have than, if, than Mahomes. If Mahomes didn't exist, we would be saying Lamar Jackson MVP for sure. Yeah, and that's crazy to, to, to say. And you never know what he's going to do. Against the Dolphins, sat back in the pocket, threw the ball. Against the Cardinals, threw it and ran it. Like, He's the ultimate weapon. The I, best thing about him is he had 272 yards and two touchdowns. You're like, oh, that's really good. Well, guess what? He also had 120 yards rushing. That's a running back. That's a running back and a quarterback it's wrapped into most, one. It's better than most of your running backs. Yeah. It was, better than, it was better than David Johnson, better than Mark Ingram. Just like just 12 points rushing the ball is, is, is amazing. So right. you add in all his passing stats, like I said, He's the number two quarterback for me going forward as far as right now goes. And the guys he's thrown it to, your guy. Mark no one's special, but I love Mark Andrews, man. He's special. He's, I think he's leading special. the league in target share from the tight end position. Um, nine targets, eight catches, 120, 112 yards, and another touchdown. He's he's balling. I mean, he's a top five tight end. He's probably top three tight end right now. Here's the guy that you probably spent a lot of fab on, and you're like, oh, did I spend too much? Dude, he had 13 targets. Hollywood. Hollywood Brown. Eight catches, 86 yards. He's the real deal. I like to see that he's getting all these targets. He's clearly back. He's healthy. And right now, the offense is humming. You got Lamar Jackson slinging it around. Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews are are, are the beneficiaries. And they're, I mean, they had 13 targets and nine targets, you know, and then the rest of the team had um, the highest. The next guy was three. So it's going to be those two guys. It's going to be a little bit of running from Jackson. And that's what they're going to do. But right now they're on fire. So you start those guys for sure. Can I just give you my irrelevant touch? I'm going to do this every week now. My irrelevant touchdown of the week. Okay. Hayden Hurst, one catch, one yard, one touchdown. Hey, he He's works for him. He's the most irrelevant guy of the week. Yep. Gosh. Irrelevant TD of the week. I like that. I love it. So, okay, <laughs> Kyler Murray. I didn't want to start him. I had him. I picked up someone else we'll talk about later. No, no, I won't want to talk about him anymore. But <laughs> Kyler killed it 349 yards. But he's not getting touchdowns. He's not getting touchdowns, but like you see the talents there. Yeah, you he's he he's going to be fine. When you can revive Larry Fitzgerald to have 104 yards and you can make Christian Kirk have 114 yards, that's a scare. Like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, he's he's showed that he is deserving of the number one pick. He's going to have a, a good career, you you would imagine. And um, he's the touchdowns are going to come. They played a good, you know, a pretty good defense. But twenty five for forty, three hundred forty nine yards. That's pretty good. David Johnson hurt his wrist. Came out of the game early, only fourteen yards. He had a touchdown. The touchdown I mean, saved his day. You don't really like, like. He had one target, one catch for zero yards. Like that's nothing you want to see from. David yeah, Johnson. he had a, he had a bad game. He was average. He was very average. 
but better, better days ahead for him. But for sure, it's not Fitz and good. Christian Kirk are solid. So, oh yeah, it's, it's, those are star- Kyler's got some players. I like it. All right, let's move on to the next game where I did start this quarterback. I believed in the hype. I saw him come off that plane looking like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Savage Garden, Garden Minshew. Like, okay, that offense kind of stinks with him. But and I was I was I was beating myself up because like, what did I do? I, I benched Kyler for this guy. But in that last drive, he looked like the rock star he dressed as, <laughs> and he took him down. And he would have won the game if they let him throw the ball. Yeah, they they ran it in. They tried to go for two to the win, which I like that. I like to see that. That's that's good to see. Um, I mean, he played fairly well again. I mean, he twenty three for thirty three, two hundred thirteen yards. Nothing amazing. Um, like one touchdown, and he had. You're right. That's what I was going to say. Fifty six yards rushing is really nice to see. The rushing was awesome, but man, I just Fournette. Like, speak about him. Like, are you are you done with him? He's he's what he is he's an rb2 he had i mean he luckily he's catching the ball i mean he had six targets and four for 40 that's you know it's that's fine. eight points it's he good. had some rushing but yards in there you look at his rushing like he's like the derrick henry of last year 15 yeah. yards 40 like it's hard to argue against it if you're not playing in a ppr league which if you're not catch up yeah he's kind of useless but we are in ppr so he is going to be okay he's going to be a decent rb2 that, that, that's what he is uh, there was a lot of more hype about him in the offseason and in the previous years but he's 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 kind of blah. Hopefully you can get a touchdown from him. But this is what Fournette is. Are you excited about baby chark 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 chark? Are you excited about him? <laughs> Nine. T- <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> My daughter loves that song. Um, Nine targets, seven for fifty-five and a touchdown. It's no, I'm still not excited though. I'm, excited. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not sing excited the song about on Thursday night. <laughs> baby chark 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 chark. I'm gonna get that stack Minshew to chark. Go ahead, you do that and. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, he was a, he was a high pick last year for a reason. Maybe this is maybe showing it. Um, I'm still not excited about this offense in general. Um, D.D. Westbrook. I know people were all over him, and I didn't. I didn't see it. I don't know why. Drop him. Yeah, I mean, five targets, one catch. Like drop him. If you drafted him that high, you're probably going to try to wait as Chris, long as you can to drop him. But Chris Con- Chris Conley and D.J. Chark are way more relevant. They're getting the work. Yeah. D.D. is not worth rostering. It's sad because I love D.D. I love saying the name D.D. DD, it's cool, but get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. So, Texans side, my stinker, and oh, Deshaun Watson, just so frustrating. He Duke, was he was not good. Duke Johnson, even more frustrating. I told y'all. But this is what everyone, like, this is what we warned you about. Like, Duke Johnson's not going to get the carries. He's not. And if he doesn't get catches, then he's going to be irrelevant. Um, He had one target, no catches. Boom. He's, he's irrelevant. He had six carries for 31 yards. The guy who I am a little surprised about is Carlos Hyde. 20 carries, 90 yards. He's getting... A lot of work, and it's working. So why why would they stop doing it? Right. Just keep on giving the ball to Carlos Hyde. I like it. RB three, what low end RB two because he's getting the carries. Yeah, I mean he's all getting he all needs the, to do is fall, fall into the end zone, a and he's got times. a fifteen point game or yeah, something. Yeah, he's good. DeAndre Hopkins didn't do well. Will Fuller is he, what he is. He had eight points, which is decent. I mean, eight targets, seven targets. You like to see it, but yeah, listen, they're Fuller. not going to blow up every single game. Right. So they play Jacksonville next game. Gosh, Patrick Mahomes. like He's amazing. Kansas City Chiefs, Oakland Raiders. You saw that game. They're up 10, the Raiders. And you're like, what? Were you scared? Were you like, oh, man. I was like, wow, this is a little surprising. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, Mahomes just went nuts. 443 yards, four touchdowns. That guy is so good. Yeah. Like, he makes – it doesn't matter who you put out there. He's it makes, so good. It makes me question the whole quarter wait for the quarterback thing. I, I'm going to keep on waiting. I'm not going to draft guys early, but – 
guys like this. But there's not a lot of them. There's win, only one. There's only he, one Mahomes. But he can win you your week. You don't need anyone else. He, yeah. When he puts up 40, you're good. He's awesome. Um, that He's awesome. What, what else can you say? I mean. Uh, How about your buddy Sammy Watkins who didn't do anything? Uh, Sammy did okay. But everyone six, was like all hey, hyped hold on. But six he had 13 catches. targets. Yeah, calm down. He did okay. Six catches. But when he has yards. 13 targets, he should have more catches than that. Of course. Like, everyone else on the team went crazy, and he's just like, eh, hey, whatever. Whatever. I mean, he's not going to blow your socks off every week like he should. <laughs> Demarcus Robinson did. Look, Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> no, If you started him in your DFS lineup or anything. Hopefully you, you had him in, like, congrat- a best ball league. Congratulations. That's about it. No one saw that happen. You Is spin- he a must-start? Is he must-pick up? You have to pick him up. You have to. Well, you have to own anyone on this team. Yeah, the, that's, the thing, that's fair. The way I look at any, like, Demarcus Robinson or Sammy Watkins – if you're down, if you're down big, and you need that big play guy to elevate you, start him because he's either going to go crazy or do nothing. Yeah. But that crazy week of 172 yards and two touchdowns is going to win you the week. Yeah. It's, it's all about high risk. Nicole Hardman looked good. The guy I don't want to talk about is Damian Williams. Nine carries, he's eight a, yards. He's a bum. Like He's back to being a bum. Three catches, 48 yards made him somewhat relevant, but yeah. not much. Um, I don't like any. I don't want. I don't want McCoy. I don't want Damian Williams. Right. This, They're going to be too volatile. And apparently, they can't decide on one guy, which is not normal for Andy Reid. He usually picks on one guy, but this year it's like, I guess it's going to be a split. So I don't want him. So back on the other side of the matchup, Josh Jacobs, who doesn't split with anyone, looked really good. Love Josh Jacobs. You wish he got a touchdown in there, but ninety-nine yards on twelve carries, like that's he's. Great. I'm a little disappointed he didn't get any uh, targets and any any receptions. Right. But listen, that's not going to happen every week. He's 8.3 yards per carry. That's great. He's clearly the number one guy there. No one else got any more than you know two or three carries. So that's good to see. And then they got down big, so it was hard for them to right. keep running the ball. It's, it's, it concerns me. They got down big, and Tyrell Williams like did all of his damage in the first quarter. It seemed. Yeah, Williams is. I'm on Williams now. Like, there's clearly it's going to be. Williams and Waller. Like, those are the two guys to own Williams in Oakland. And Sounds like a and, law firm. Yeah, Williams and Waller. Um, those are the only two guys I want on the team. Obviously, Jacobs, but as far as pass catchers go, no one else is really worth it. No one else is stepping up, and someone's got to catch the ball, and Williams right. is looking good so far. Williams and Waller. Do you need two pass catchers that will be on a losing team? Where are your guys? That's it. That's it. That's them. Call us. Moved on to the Bears <laughs> and the Broncos. This game was wild. This game won me a lot of money on my parlay. <sighs> Good for I you. Okay. Congratulations. All right. Moving, all right Trubisky, Trubisky's the, the bum. He's awful. What about Allen Robinson? What about Tariq Cohen? What about David Montgomery? Robinson was pretty irrelevant. Luckily, he got the last catch that was about 25 yards in the last play of the game um, to make his date okay. Four for 41. Um, Cohen, two catches, seven yards. I don't really want him. The one thing... The only thing in this offense that I'm happy to see is David Montgomery. He yes. got touches, 18 carries, 62 yards and a touchdown. You're happy to see that. He got three targets. He got targeted three times. Only had one catch, but that's fine. I'm just glad that he's getting the the carries because last week Mike Davis got more carries than him. And you're like, what the heck? Yes. This week Mike Davis had three carries. Tariq Cohen had four. Clearly it's Montgomery's game, and this is really what we all wanted. And this is what this is the way it should be. Yeah, I love it. Mike Davis back down good because I drafted Montgomery high. Everyone did. Finally getting carries. But yeah. it's against Denver defense. 62 yards and a touchdown. That's decent against them. Yeah, it's pretty good. So He had uh, a touchdown. 
Broncos side, Joe Flacco is still not elite. 292 yards. Royce Freeman. Yeah, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay. You're not excited about any of those guys. No, because they're they're in a, they're in pretty much a, a true split. Like last week, it was like ten carries to eleven. This week, it's thirteen carries to eleven. So they're pretty much going to split down the middle. Uh, Lindsay had seven targets though, and that's really good to see. But so did Freeman. They both had seven targets. Yeah. Five catches, forty-eight yards for Freeman. Four catches, Each. thirty yards for Lindsay. You chalk it up. They played the Bears. They're both, but well, but the thing is, they actually produced somewhat decently they against did. a great defense. So that's good to see. Right. Emmanuel Sanders, your piece of the week, he's awesome. He was awesome, like 13 targets. Sutton, 7 targets, 4 for 40. Nothing great, but, I mean, he's getting targeted, so that's good to see. It looks like this offense is going to be a little bit better than I think what a lot of us thought, so that's that's good to know. Right. All right, next game is the Saints, the Rams, man. I thought it was going to be a revenge game. I thought they were going to come back and beat them guys. It's big news in this game. Yeah, Breeze. Biggest news of the week, probably. Over Ben? Yeah, Breeze. Breeze is coming back, though. Yeah. Breeze is coming back. Six to eight weeks. That's still big news. That's huge news. So this kills all of Michael Thomas and Kamara and anyone on that team's they're, they're gonna just cut them down. Twenty five percent of their production well, is gonna cut down. First of all, calm down. No. Secondly, Breeze was three for five, so he went out clearly really early in the game. Yes. Teddy was seventeen for thirty, hundred and sixty five yards. You're like, that's not great, but it's decent. And guess what? Michael Thomas had thirteen targets, ten catches, eighty nine yards. So you're telling me he's dead now? No. Like Teddy Bridgewater is not a terrible quarterback, and he knows that Michael Thomas is a beast. What this He's going to target do, him. But what this is going to do is they're going to stack the box <clears> against him. Kamara's not going to have no rushing room. There's Latavius Murray, who I kind of like Latavius Murray. He didn't get five carries, seven yards. Like That's not who he's supposed to be. They didn't bring him in here to do that. And now I'm afraid that's all he's going to do because he's not going to have any room at all. But They're not going to respect Teddy. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong on Teddy. I know you don't like him. You think he's just another average quarterback. And listen, he's not a stud. So you're telling me right now, this is a, another a backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew or Teddy Bridgewater. Who do you want? Teddy Bridgewater. I want Gardner. There's a reason. Think about this. Sean Payton gave Teddy Bridgewater the most money to be a backup quarterback, to be his backup quarterback, the most money in the league that they paid him. You think he that, that was an accident? Just, you don't trust Sean Payton? No. Okay. I don't. Well, you don't trust. You don't trust one of the best offensive minds in the game. That's up to you. <clears throat> okay. So you do whatever you I want. I just don't think listen. Teddy the can the do whole it. offense is going to take a hit. It absolutely is. No one's saying that. It's not. But Michael Thomas just had ten catches and eighty nine yards. Kamara had thirteen carries. He had only three three targets. That's not going to happen every week. Like most teams are going to game plan for Kamara, and the Rams did a good job of that. So. So, on the other side, though, Todd Gurley got his carries, got what he wanted, 63 yards and a touchdown. He felt good with Todd Gurley. Malcolm Brown did nothing. Six carries, 37 yards. You just regressed. That's really good to see. Yeah, that's awesome to see for Gurley owners. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, he looked good, though. He only had six carries, but he had 37 yards. Cooper Cup, five catches, 120 yards. Yeah, should have had that touchdown. Millimeters away oh, from that touchdown. Oh, he should have had the touchdown. That was rough. Um, Brandon Cooks had that big play. He had the big touchdown. Big touchdown. Robert Woods, you already said he sucked. Other That's about that, it. I mean, yeah, golf was just average. But that, yeah, two hundred eighty-three yards, a touchdown. You're right. Like that's that's kind of what golf is going to be. Uh, I still think there's better days ahead for this entire offense in general. Did his job, okay. Phil, Sunday night game, Philadelphia Eagles, Atlanta Falcons. Apparently, the Eagles are holding wide receiver um, auditions because they don't have any more. So Alshon Jeffrey's done. He's hurt for two weeks, maybe. Deshaun Jackson's. Hurt. God, man, th- these guys cost me games this week. I was down by four point eight 
going into Sunday night with Deshaun Jackson. And it's like, oh, I'm going to get that easy, you know? All of a sudden, him and Alshon are gone. Like, apparently they just wanted to take the night off. They didn't feel like playing football. So, you know who stepped up? Nelson Aguilar. You know who else stepped up? Zach Ertz. 16 targets. 16 targets. That's insane. <laughs> eight, only eight catches, though. I only caught 50% of the balls. That's yeah, not you don't like to see that, but it's good. Like, he's getting targeted a lot. That's crazy. You That's know good. Who, what really surprised me with those receivers going down is this J.J. J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, that guy. He was big hype. Everyone thought he's a project player, but he didn't really do much. He's a rookie. Like, those guys, it's hard for second-round rookies to come in. Like, not everybody's, you yeah, know, I get it, but stud. when there's nobody, like, okay, so Mac Hollins. Five for 50. Yeah, whatever. Listen, don't start anybody else on the Eagles offense except for probably Wentz and Ertz, and at least until Alshon and those guys come back. But what about Aguilar? How much money are you spending on him? I can't. Well, okay. Waivers, waivers will run, and I put 12 bucks on them in most of my leagues. 12 bucks. So, so I'm going to go put 13 on them tonight. Yes, go, thank go you. Go for it. Go for <laughs> it. Yeah, so I put 12 bucks on them just because I have Deshaun Jackson. I'm a Deshaun Jackson owner. I rely on Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, so if, you, if you're in that position where you kind of need him, I think it's a good uh, pickup. If you don't need to, he's not going to have long-term value. But um, if you mean if you can get him for you know a week or two or however long these guys are out for, he should be good for you. Okay, so running back situation, make it short and simple. Don't start him. Don't Miles start Sanders, him. Don't Jordan start him. Howard, all of them. Short no. and simple. The Falcon side, you could probably say the same thing about their running backs. Boy, Freeman is looking rough. Freeman is bad. I heard he was supposed to be back this year. He's bad. Luckily, he had three catches for forty-two yards because otherwise, he didn't do anything. He had 11 carries, only 22 yards. How, He's just not getting the job done. How long until they just so Ito, Ito run the ball? Because but Ito's not any better. I mean, four for 32? Yeah, but in limited action, like, you can't compare those two. Like, right. if he's in there full time against, you know, when they know running's coming, it's different. Matt Ryan um, uh, inflated 320 stud. yards because all he does is just screen pass to Julio. He's got it. But you'll take it. Oh, I'll take it all day. <laughs> but three interceptions, man. Oh. He they were, they were some bad interceptions, yeah. too. I don't know what he's doing. What I really like is Julio and Ridley, 10 targets each. Oh, they're, Huge. they're climbing up there to be the best receiver duo in the league. They're awesome. They are awesome. They're, Julio's already the best in the world. So. I own Julio and Calvin Ridley in a league, and I start them both every week, and absolutely. I'm excited for it. You can absolutely start them both. I mean, Ridley had eight catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Julio, you know what he did, two touchdowns. That Start these guys every week. Right. And Austin Hooper was and, what he is. Yeah, he's just a regular tight end. Yeah. So the Monday night game, Browns Jets. This game was unwatchable, pretty much. Yeah, it was. It was unless you want to see a guy get his ankle snapped in half. Unwatchable. Baker didn't look special. He got his yards basically because Odell ninety got, yard touchdown yeah. catch. I mean Baker. Did, I'm worried about Baker and all the people that drafted him high. I was a lot higher on him and this whole entire offense in general. They haven't looked special so far. Like they've been. Okay, you're right. Like Odell took that one to the house, and it was an eight yard pass. Right. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it was the Jets, and I mean, the Jets defense is decent, like, but it's nothing special. You have Jarvis Landry. What are you doing? Seven targets, but he only caught three of thirty two. Yeah, I don't know not, what's going on. And Joku left the game. Um, yeah, he almost died. You don't, yeah, you don't, head you don't taken off. See that. A player that Hopefully is okay. not doing well. Well, he okay, sixty two yards and a touchdown. You're like, oh, that's not doing well. I thought Nick Chubb was going to be elite, and he just doesn't look it. But I think it's the, a product of the entire offense right now. I mean, you're right. He only averaged 3.4 yards per carry. He had the touchdown, which was a nice touchdown run. But he did throw in four catches on four targets for 36 yards. So he had a, a really good fancy day overall. But you just got to wonder how good is this offense going to stay? Like, is it going to – what's the issue? Why are they starting so slow? They have so much talent. Like, there's talent everywhere. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, Odell. You know, those guys are – you know, even Njoku 
when he's healthy, he's a high pick. Like they have so much and offensive they, they talent. Have, uh, what's the, what's the issue? I don't know. They have what's his name coming back. Uh, oh yeah, Callaway. Callaway. Uh-huh. Callaway coming back. So like, what's going on? They just. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but they need to figure it out because they can be better. Jet side, short and simple. Start Bell. Bench everyone else. I mean, Crowder's still startable. He had a bad game. Six targets, four for forty. They had their four. They had their third string quarterback in here for most of the game. Like, <laughs> Trevor Simeon's ankle broke. You hate to see that. That was nasty. Um, but Luke Falk was twenty for twenty five, so that's good to see. Yeah. Robbie Anderson. I mean, that was a good game. Four for eighty one. You're okay with that as your you know, probably your wide receiver three. Yeah, you're okay that's fine. That. But Bell, man, that guy is just getting. This is honestly my my honest worry is they're, they're every team is just gonna like triple cover Bell. Because he had 21 carries, but he only had 68 yards. Nothing great. 10 catches for 61 yards. So he had 120, uh, 100, yeah, 129 total yards right. on like 31 to touches. You'd love to see that. But that can't keep up. Like no. Everyone knows that Bell's going to get the ball. So unless these other guys start making plays, I, I, I worried about the offense in general. The offense is bad. And if he doesn't get all these catches, he's going to be good. I still like him. I still like him a lot. But he's going to – I don't – I mean, I just worry about the offense in general and what it's going to do to Bell. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm not excited about it. And that's all you can say about week two. It's just a lot of ugh. a lot of hoopla. Ugh. Hopefully, you guys did better than I did because <laughs> yep. I did not do good this week. So, Except for my honestly, things that it was good. Yeah. So that ends the weekly recap. We're moving on. Last segment. <clears throat> and this brings us to Dave's dirt bag of the week. Dave, it's all <sighs> yours. My dirt bag of the week is the refereeing and the replay officials in the NFL. I'm over them. First of all, the referees in general. Like, did you see the Saints game? Did you see what the how they stole a touchdown from the Saints? I saw it. And I'm not even a Saints fan. I hate them. But what are you guys doing? Like, let the let the play unfold before you go and blow your whistles like they always do this stuff and it irks me so bad and then the vikings game i know you want to say oh you're just a homer it was an awful call that cost points off the off the off the took, took points off the board like what are we doing like i see tony dungy tweeting about it what's going on no one knows now no one knows what interference is anymore it's like it's ridiculous i can't stand it i just want a clean game for everyone for all these teams like why does this happen? Why does it happen to good people like me, my, my team especially? But, like, the Saints play was so bad too. Like, it's just – I don't know what to say. I'm over it. I'm over the referees. I'm over these stupid replay officials and their stupid challenges and all this stuff that's going on, all of them included. All They're all combined together. They're all my dirt bag of the week. Dirt bags. Can't stand them. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all sick of them. Well, I hope you're not sick of us. So uh, We love you. We love you guys. So thanks for listening to the podcast. This is Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. We are now on iTunes. Check us it. out. Like us, subscribe, do all that. Rate us, please. Search for OUS Fantasy Football Podcast on iTunes. Also on Podbean, if you're still on there, Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. And we'd like to thank Gerald for producing the show. He's awesome. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. Absolutely. And we'll be back on Friday. See you guys. Later.
Cinema Beats and edited by iSouth Entertainment. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.